This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside the SI Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com, DraftKings Sportsbook. The whole band, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive here with my guy, Frankie. Our boy, Frankie, we are past the divisional round. What's going on with you? How was your betting weekend? Uh, could have been a lot better. It was uh, quite disappointing uh, as the Baltimore Ravens seemed like they were blocked from every avenue and every angle from even covering the teaser spread. I mean, we had so many things go against us yep. from a wide open touchdown drop by J.K. Dobbins, which would have been a walk in touchdown to losing an MVP quarterback in Lamar Jackson late in the third quarter, as well as having a record setting pick six go against us as well as having arguably the greatest field goal kicker in the history of the NFL specifically, even maybe even the NFL playoffs by a a field goal kicker, not named Adam Vinatieri in Justin Tucker hitting not one, but two uprights in that game and preventing us from cashing on several teaser wagers because we know that the other ends easily came through with Tampa Bay and the Green Bay Packers. So it was not a pleasant weekend for the Vegas Whispers family. There is full transparency here always, Corey. We won't only talk about the uh, plentiful wins and victories and caches that we get respectively across all sports. We often do highlight and always do highlight the ones that also come up short and the Ravens were clearly that team this weekend in the divisional round. Yeah, no doubt. Obviously, I was uh, heavy on the Baltimore Ravens, too. But um, there is, you know, there is, um, listen, it is what it is. When you look at the game and how the game played out, Baltimore uh, played very well. Baltimore played well enough to win the game and bring us that money. But the bounces did not go in our direction. So shout out to the Baltimore Ravens and particularly shout out to the Buffalo Bills. All right. So here we go. Let's get ready, Frankie, and hop into what we got going down in the championship round coming up this weekend. AFC NFC championship game. I know it's still early in the week to be giving out picks, but I want to get some of you some of your thoughts and see uh where you think these lines may be going and stuff like that, where the money's at and and uh, all of that good stuff. So let's start with Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs AFC title game coming up this Sunday. Pat Mahomes and the boys trying to get back to the Super Bowl for Andy Reid while the Buffalo Bills and new kids on the block right now. I am looking at on the DraftKings Sportsbook the Chiefs as a three-point favorite. Juice to 104. The Bills sitting at 117. The total is right now at 53. 
Buffalo Bills plus a dollar thirty on the money line, Frankie. Yeah, and this game actually, you know, this this number has bounced around late Sunday night when this game and the line first came out here in Vegas, as well as over at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Kansas City Chiefs were only two point favorites. That quickly moved Corey to three and a half, and then some spots around here in town in Vegas, that line went up as high as four. Then this number has come back down around, you know, and dropped a little bit, which is interesting because we know that there's all the questions and concerns surrounding the health and status of MVP quarterback Pat. Patrick Mahomes following that concussion. Will he be able to get out of the concussion protocol in time to be cleared for this game? I think it does help that the uh, Chiefs are the later game, so maybe he'll have even more time to clear this concussion protocol and really get prepared. But it's interesting to see the line movement that we're seeing right now because this number went all the way up, Corey, to three and a half and four as a reference. And then early this morning, this number dropped back down to two and a half. And around some shops here in town, it's still two and a half then you referenced that over at DraftKings Sportsbook Corey this number is still seeing minus three the flat prime number that a lot of the books I think will probably eventually settle upon but it looks like a lot of people right now are a little bit concerned a about the health and status of Patrick Mahomes b if you've been backing the Kansas City Mahomes my god they've been burning you at the betting window they are one and eight ATS now in their last nine games and then when we go on the flip side we're seeing a team that is just continuing used to be a cash cow for betters and that would be Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills that are just continuously winning. They have won eight consecutive games overall, and they are five and three, I believe, or six and two straight up over their last eight games over that stretch. But they have been an absolute machine. And a lot of people right now believe that the Buffalo Bills are primed to go into Arrowhead because of the injury status. You know, we really don't know how healthy Patrick Mahomes will be in this game. Corey, listen, as everyone knows, I've talked about it here. I even uh, was talking with it, Michael Fabiano over on his show on, you know, on Sirius Radio as well. I have a wager and a significant wager on the AFC to win uh, the uh, overall um, Super Bowl uh, on the money line in early betting. We got down on this wager at minus $1.35, minus $1.40 over at DraftKings and other outlets several weeks ago. I also am holding futures on the Kansas City Chiefs at plus $4.75 and plus $4. And as I've highlighted here as well, and we talked about here on the gambling, the SI Gambling Podcast, Corey, I have the Buffalo Bills as well at 25 to 1 and 16 to 1, but I'm heavier towards my overall layout of money on yeah. Kansas City. So I am going to be rooting for them. But this game, Corey, I don't know what your feelings are in this game right now, but it is bouncing around. And it, it's interesting to see because I did reach out. And right now, Corey, the books told me this morning my outlets, my resources, they are high at nearly 61% on Buffalo on the spread and the money line. And the money is coming in on the under as well here in town because a lot of people are expecting that maybe if Patrick Mahomes is forced to miss or isn't 100% that maybe this offense of the Kansas City Chiefs doesn't you know, fully operate at optimum performance levels that we're used to with, you know, obviously, you know, Tyree Kill on the outside, Travis Kelsey. What's your thoughts, buddy? I think, see, here's the deal, right, Frankie? This is, this is so tricky. Because I feel like the, the the honestly I feel like the um the Chiefs are the better team here, right? I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. They may not be the best against the spread. Then it's a short spread. The Chiefs money line is probably the play here, in my opinion. 
I don't know, Frankie. The public really, really, really likes the Buffalo Bills. But the way this number is bouncing around, it tells me that there's more than the public getting down on the Bills. And that's kind of scary for somebody who's back in the Chiefs. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, right now, listen, we often know it, Corey. We want to be on the sides of the books when it comes to these big games. You often no don't want to you don't want to be on the public side. And right now, all the money is coming in because people are gl- grabbing the plus money, the plus odds with Josh Allen because of the fact that they rightfully feel that this game should be a pick em at at best, you know, or really at worst, you know, in, in terms of a, a line. So to get points and to get plus odds, they're jumping all over it. But think about this, Corey. The books are going to need Patrick Mahomes, most likely, on Sunday. Yeah, that's crazy, right? I never thought I'd be saying that. But, I mean, listen, we saw that even when he went out, Chad Henney had the experience and the moxie to make several big plays in that game to keep the Cleveland Browns from coming fully back. And, you know, they did get the cover and they they got the backdoor cover once Mahomes went out. But he made enough big plays in that game. And what? And listen, guy, uh, Corey, we got to make a shout out to uh, obviously Andy Reid. You want to talk about a guy who? I, oh my God! What a call there on fourth fourth down from virtually midfield, only in a five point game, calling that play, and not only calling, you know, and and more or less making that play and having you know the cannolis for a lack of a better terminology to make that call, but a sprint rollout pass with a, a quarterback who really hasn't taken very many snaps in the past two years. So uh, it's just unbelievable, but Andy Reid, and that's why another reason why it's it's hard for me to be able to make a wager this weekend. I'm interested to see where the Vegas Christmas shops come down on this game and what they where they feel that the advantage is, whether it's in the side or the total, however they want to decide to play this. But to really, I would find it really difficult, Corey, myself, to put money going against Andy Reid in this big spot because it seems like he has really settled in you know, with this Kansas City team, and they really seem to love them. And I'll be honest, I mean, I, I know that they don't have a lot of fans, but they will have some fans in the stands, you know, over at Arrowhead this weekend. But, boy, it is going to be a fantastic game. And I just really hope that we have Patrick Mahomes under center and we get him to face off against Josh Allen on Sunday night. No doubt. It's going to be interesting to see where this line bounces around to and where it closes at. Obviously, we'll keep an eye on this throughout the week right here on the SI Gambling Podcast. And then on Friday, you'll get our final thoughts and predictions on this one right here. Going over to the NFC Championship game, we got two of the legends of the game at the quarterback position, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go into the frozen tundras of Lambeau Field. For Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers. The Packers laying three and a half in this one right now. A little bit of juice going to the Buccaneers at minus 114. The total sitting at 50, $1.55 for Tampa Tom on the money line. I'm a Tom Brady supporter in this one, and I know the Packers have looked very strong this season. I cannot say this. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm back in Tom Brady. I think the Packers are going to the championship game. I mean, I think the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. Well, listen, you, you could be right. I mean, and it was just a, such an interesting thi- uh, thing to be able to see unfold last weekend, Corey. You know, over in the SI Pro Discord community, uh, I was talking with uh, a lot of our members on late Friday night, and I actually was shocked to hear from my sources late Friday night after speaking with them and meeting with them to let me know that the sportsbook liability, the biggest liability of the entire divisional round was on the Saints. Think Crazy, about it. Right? 
I, I was shocked to hear that and to know that all the money line parlays were going to be ending with, you know, backing Drew Brees. There was just so much support for Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees out there and fading Tom Brady. To hear this exact words, think about this, Corey, and I'll repeat them again because they still are ringing in my head. One of the sports books guys, one of my connections in the Vegas Whispers, you know, network said to me, for the first time in 15 years, we are going to be rooting for Tom Brady in a playoff game. And I told this to all the subs in there and all of our members, our SI Pro community. I told everyone, and I got some people off of their wagers because I said, they said to me, whoa, if they're really that high, I said, yeah, the books need Tom Brady. Think about that. And we saw what unfolded. Tom Brady is now in the championship game. Now it's going to be interesting to see because I, I reached out to them. They said they're seeing some, you know, relatively uh, early splits, but there is higher um, money right now here in Vegas uh, towards Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay because they they do look absolutely dominant. They, they did really just do. complete. They did just completely dismantle the best defense in the NFL. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens because it's going to be so many interesting dynamics. Both these games are going to be uh, just really close to call right now, and they are going to be really, really fun to watch. I think that they're going to offer even more value in in-play live wagering to a lot of our betters out there. You know, they're going to be looking to jump in because it's going to be interesting to say. I mean, you you lean towards Tampa Bay. Me, myself right now, I, I, I often never want to fade Tom Brady. But I feel like we're on a collision course with Kansas City and Green Bay. I know I know that's the square play, and I know that the both of those things can't come to fruition. Is this really going to be a Tampa Bay-Buffalo Super Bowl matchup? It very well could be. We could be looking at that right now, but it, it's going to be interesting to see. But right now the books are heavy towards uh, Aaron Rodgers. And the interesting thing is that – you know, they also told me that they were high towards the over Corey, yet we're seeing this number come down. So there's a little bit of a reverse theme here. It's early in the week where, you know, we still have a long way to get to kick off on Sunday. We'll we'll highlight this over, you know, here at the SI Gambling Pod as we get closer, as we always do. But there is some reverse theme going on. So it looks like there's some sharp money coming in on the under. Meanwhile, obviously, the public is in big support. And we know that most of the times that they want to back Tom Brady in this Tampa Bay offense. Offense, they're not going to want to back the under. They're going to want to be all over betting the over. But it looks like there might be some quiet shot money looking to go under this total. Maybe weather will become into more of a factor as we get closer to kickoff as well. We know Lambeau could be frigid. But we also I remember Tom Brady, he's used to playing in cold weather too because we've seen some dominant performances in the snow in the in the playoffs as well with Tom Brady's history up in Foxborough. So we no know doubt. that Tom Brady can, can get the job done, Corey. But it's going to be interesting. Both these games, they could have some weather involved. So it's going to be interesting to see how the totals move in both these games as well as we'll see what Tom Brady does. But it, it, it's going to be great. We'll talk about, you know, easily right now, I would probably say we probably have the four best – quarterbacks from the regular season playing in the ch on championship Sunday. And I would agree with you on that one. And you talk about that cold weather, it hit a little bit different, uh, Frankie, when you get to mine, yours, and Tom Brady's age. Mm -hmm. So that cold weather can, uh, it may not affect him like it did when he was 32 years old. 
All right, so that's what we got right now. Obviously, we'll continue to uh, keep an eye on this stuff right here and get you some final picks, plays, and predictions. And everybody in our Vegas Whispers Discord, you will make sure that we'll get you that play right there for the big weekend and, you know, hopefully have a little something to roll into Super Bowl Sunday. All right, let's head on over to some college basketball. Got a couple of games I want to sit down and discuss in the top 10 tonight, Frankie. Obviously, let's start with your Villanova Wildcats. Two weeks off the coronavirus protocols. They are at home tonight. Got a dream from right down the right down the turnpike coming into town, the Seton Hall Pirates. Uh, we got Villanova and Seton Hall, third ranked Villanova Wildcats. Your boys, Frankie, back at home, back in action, back in the saddle. They tonight are, and I gotta find it right here. Find the rotation number on this one right here. Late start for this game for Villanova tonight, but we are. Where's it at? Frankie? Six 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 thirty eight Villanova. Oh, okay. Uh, where? What time does the game start? Right, nine nine thirty. Nine p.m. It might be down for some reason. It is. It is down. The game is down. Yeah, the game is over. It's only a DraftKings sportsbook, so I don't know if they're doing some kind of maintenance or. uh, Oh, perhaps I know why it's down. Is it perhaps the fact that they? Oh, Seton Hall's in New Jersey. Yes. There you go. That's why you can't bet it over at DraftKings sportsbook. One of the biggest pet peeves that I have if I lived back east still I mean right now I would be upset and I I don't know where I would be going I guess I would be going somewhere or calling offshore or doing something because I would want to make sure that listen I've backed Villanova I backed Villanova blindly uh right now I mean they are they're they're eight and one straight up they're six and three against the number They've been an absolute cash cow for me uh, over the over the last month or so prior to being shut down. A shout out to head coach Jay Wright. Thank God he's was able to recover from COVID nineteen, and he looks like he's got his team ready and, and look like they're going to be focused once again. This line opened Corey at nine and a half. It's come back down to minus nine. We got a Seton Hall team that's nine and five overall. They're also nine and five straight up. They're eight and two uh, in their last ten and seven and three uh, against the number. So that's that's quite uh, beneficial to a lot of the betters out there, but I just actually, I can't find a way to back, uh, you know, Seton Hall in this game. Perhaps I'll probably be looking, I'll be honest, I'll be looking to wait on this number right now. I want to see what, how well and how sharp Villanova comes out of the gates in this particular matchup. It is a late start, as you alluded to. It'll be 9 p.m. over on the main line as uh, Villanova over at uh, the Finneran Pavilion. They'll, you know, there won't be any uh, real fans in the stands. There might be some family, uh, I believe, that are going to be allowed in, but there won't be re- any real alumni or student section going crazy for this game. So that'll probably take a little bit off the juice as well. So if if anything, I think that if I can understand um, if any of our listeners out there are looking to back seat and hole in the first half, but for me, I can't can't do that. So I'll be looking and wait, waiting to see if Seton Hall does get off to a, a kind of a quicker start in Villanova, maybe a little bit sluggish. And maybe I can get Villanova at a much better number than laying nine. I'm a little bit concerned about laying this kind of wood, uh, seeing Villanova come off the pine off of a, nearly a two and a half week hiatus when they were forced to shut down the program and all basketball operations due to COVID-19 concerns that did involve head coach Jay Wright and several of his staff members and some other players as well. But it looks like Villanova will have its allotment back. They'll have their players back. I just don't know how sharp they'll come out right away. So I think the play here and the angle, Corey, would be to look to grab Villanova in play and get something better and be able to beat the nine points that you're currently being asked to lay. I would, that's a little bit too big of a number for myself. So I'll be looking to grab this number in play and uh, eventually hammer the Villanova Wildcats at a certain point once I see that. But all SI Pro members over in the Discord community, they'll 
we'll all be keenly aware and get those updates as they always do as to when I'm going to be looking to strike. We head over to the Southeastern Conference. Got a good one tonight as the seventh-ranked Florida, um, excuse me, as the seventh-ranked Tennessee Volunteers go down into Florida to take on the Gators. Seven-point favorite are the Tennessee, about to say the Titans, the Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> 136 is the number. I mean, I said that Tennessee was, um, excuse me, Frankie, I said that Tennessee was ranked. Yes, they seven. are. They're ranked number sixth. They're ranked number six. They're a seven-point favorite. We have a total on this game right now sitting at 136. Yeah, I mean, this number opened at six and a half over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's floated up uh, and ticked up a little bit to minus seven, and understandably why. I mean, I understand that uh, Florida is uh, is at home here. They are six and four. They're three and one at home. Uh, you know, out of those games in there, but they're only five and five overall against the number. Meanwhile, Tennessee is, you know, uh, as you alluded to, they're ranked sixth in the country. They're ten and one straight up. They are also, uh, you know, a solid eight and three. So they've covered eight out of those ten games against the number, Corey. That has been an absolute cash cow, and that's where I would be laying my money tonight. I would be backing the Tennessee Volunteers in this spot. I believe that that they are one of the sharpest teams right now playing in the country. They're nine and one overall, seven and three. Eight ATS in their last 10, and I believe that Tennessee gets the job done in this battle of SEC squads going into Florida tonight, and I think that they will take care of Florida and most likely win this game by double digits, but I believe that not only are they a look on the uh, for, for the game, I would also be looking at them also, I possibly would be looking at the first half as well. I think, though, that Tennessee gets the job done going into Gainesville tonight. Let's go up to the let's go down to Prince George's County where we got some Big Ten action at Maryland tonight. You got the Terps. The Terps are a no, excuse me, the Terps are going on the road. This yes. game is not in Maryland. The Terps are going on the road. They're going out to Ann Arbor to take on the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan comes into the game as the seventh ranked team in the nation right now. That maize and blue getting it done. They are a ten and a half point home favorite versus the Terps tonight, Frankie. Yeah, I mean, uh, this this number has bounced around a little bit, but there's been a little bit, you know, at, at one point, Corey, you know, out here in Vegas, this number was up to Michigan laying 11. Then at certain points late last evening, we saw that Michigan was down to only nine and a half. But once again, the love, love you big blue, that nation is coming out and the betters are supporting a Michigan team that is 11 and one overall, nine and oh at home. And more importantly, Corey, they are also seven and two against the number at home. So a lot of the betters are lo loving the fact of how Michigan is covering the number and co often covering big numbers as well at home. And this is another big number, another double digit spread as they take on a Maryland team that is eight and six uh, overall, but they are also a burning people at the betting window. They are only six and seven ATS overall. And on the road this season, Corey, they are two and three straight up, but they are three and two slightly profitable ATS on the road. But I think that the Michigan Wolverines are in another strong spot here. I think if you're looking for two teams and if there are people out there that want to tease tonight, I believe that Michigan in a two-team teaser with 
with Michigan that we alluded to earlier, or Villanova, even Villanova, yeah. even Villanova. I think any one of those three teams, if you're looking to only back the home teams and you don't want to have that road team and you worry about that road team trap, then Maryland, then Tennessee could possibly be that team that you want to avoid. But right now, I think all three of these teams, if you tease them down, could be quite profitable. Uh, if you want to do a two-team or a three-teamer, I think that the two strongest plays on the board, obviously for me, would be Michigan and Villanova bringing them down. But like I said, I am a little bit hesitant on Villanova. I don't think that they'll come up short. I just worry about them covering any kind of big number, as we alluded to, because of the coming off the long layoff. And if any of the players are not as sharp as they were prior to being uh, forced to halt their basketball activities, because we know Villanova is playing at a red hot level after that loss to uh, Virginia Tech earlier in the year. But Villanova has really come on. But I think that Michigan in this spot as well, I am really impressed with this Michigan team right now. And I believe that they should get the job done fairly easily. I think that Maryland might be outmatched and outclassed in this game. So for me right now, Corey, I would be looking to lay the wood once again with Michigan here, but I think that this number is kind of high. So if I had the opportunity, my preference would be to tease this game and bring Michigan down. All right, now let's head into the NBA for tonight. Had a good day in the NBA yesterday. Had a nine, uh, had a nine game slate. We had action on eight of those games, went five and three. And of course, with a 22 point lead and my, I, I felt very good about my Nets Bucks over. I parlayed the next Bucks over with the Los Angeles Laker money line and a Ugh. 22 point second half lead, Frankie. And it doesn't come through. And, and, Let's just the a king quick... of taking your money. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Lakers have been good against the spread this year, Frankie. They've been uh, excellent against the spread, actually. And what does he do? He rears his ugly head once again. This I, when I, you I, need I, the most, you know. What I'm saying? But I figured it was going to be. I knew they wasn't going to cover the number because I knew a, a day with no football, one of the big betting days in the NBA. This is everybody's last chance to get back. You know what I'm saying? It's everybody's last chance to get back, no matter what what they took. Especially a lot of people was on the Nets yesterday. The Nets came through. That over the Nets came through. That over came through, and I was like, "Wow, the book is going to need something." So let me put the Lakers in a parlay, and it still does not work out, even with a twenty-two point lead. But it's time to flip the script and turn the page to tonight. And I tell you what, this is one of the most interesting spreads that I have seen this season. The Denver Nuggets, who have been terrible so far this year. Or a nine and a half point home, a nine and a half point home favorite versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Oklahoma City Thunder are five and one on the road this season, five and one ATS. Oklahoma City is one of the best teams against the spread in the league. Fade trendy underdogs, but I don't see the Denver Nuggets being ten points better than Oklahoma City. I'm baffled by this one. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, if we just look at, you know, you take a deep, little bit of a deeper dive, it's understandable that, that, you know, why you would be baffled by this. Because the Denver Nuggets, not only are they under 500 overall, they're six and seven, but over, you know, more importantly, as we always, you know, obviously what we concern yeah. our, our, ourselves about is the spread. And they are four and nine ATS. And not only are they four and nine ATS, Corey, they are two and six ATS at home. I gotta stay away though. At home, <laughs> I gotta stay away because it, it looks. And now it, all of a sudden we're being. Frankie, if, if it looks like a rat, it smells like look, a rat. It's a rat, bro. It's gotta be right. 
Yeah, it definitely does because, you know, and, you know, as we were talking and you alluded to this, we talked about this previously before coming on to the show. I, I sent a few messages out to see if I can get some responses. And guess what? They are high. Nearly 60% of the money right now is on OKC out here in two respected shops that we follow out here and get some information from out here in Vegas. And 60% of the money is on OKC, yet this line has steamed in the opposite direction. It opened at nine and a half. It's now up to 10. There's, uh, you know, I'm seeing straight 10s virtually around here in Vegas. And this is with a team that we alluded to has only covered two out of eight games on the road against a team in OKC that is five and one ATS on the road. Five and one ATS on the road in, in yeah, with and, that, and that's the whole thing. So uh, just stay away from me as far as the side goes. The total comes in at two twenty. In the opposite direction of the money, I'd be looking at that over in this game. But you know, I did hop on it this morning when the uh, the line was. I did hop on. I I caught it this morning. I caught OKC this morning at plus eight and a half. Right, and I'm like, I'm waiting for this number to tumble. And I checked back, and it moved up. And I'm like, oh, here we go. You got to be kidding me. So it's going to be interesting. I'm going to have eyes on this game because I want to see what everybody's seeing. I mean, I, I want to see what the books are seeing right now with the with the uh, the Denver Nuggets, who have not been playing well this season. So it's going, it's going to be interesting. Now, they do have Nikola Jokic, who is basically almost, you know, playing, averaging a triple-double so far this season. But it hasn't really helped them win basketball games. So it's going to be interesting. Now, with that being said, I do have something I like a lot tonight, and that is in the Utah Jazz and the New Orleans Pelicans game. Right now, the Utah Jazz are a five-and-a-half-point favorite, and the Pelicans are a team that tends to get backed by the public because of Zion Williamson, and people want to see this game is playing on NBA TV tonight. Once again, there's no football on. This would be a big bet, obviously, with those college basketball games. Now, the side in this one, I would have this is a, this is a tough side. I would lay away from this side. I would money line this. I probably try to parlay it with like Villanova or something like that or the Utah Jazz. But the total sitting at two seventeen and a half. I like the under on this one. I think the under on this one is my play of the night right here. 